Hi, I'm Randy Badge, and this is Badge of Honor Family Ministries and Presentations. Today's podcast is, In Marriage, Sex is a Lot Like a Thermometer Rather Than a Thermostat. Well, what do I mean by that, you might be asking? Well, a thermometer is used to measure the temperature of the atmosphere, right? Well, in marriage, sex can be used to measure the health of the atmosphere of your relationship with your spouse. In other words, a warm relationship with your spouse usually measures a warmer sex life. A relationship that is struggling, though, usually measures a cooler sex life. You've probably heard the saying that sex starts in the kitchen. Now, this doesn't mean that the kitchen is a location necessarily. It means good sex starts with a strong, trusting relationship with your spouse outside of the bedroom. So spending time helping prepare uh, the dinner or clean up after the dinner with your spouse and doing these things together can lead to a better sex life. Now, The Art of Marriage by Family Life is a six lesson video workshop that helps to strengthen marriages. Art of Marriage says that a satisfying sex life is built on a foundation of commitment, companionship, passion, and spiritual intimacy. Now, commitment is shown in our faithfulness or respect for our our spouse and in forgiveness. So, how do we show faithfulness? Well, we do that by reaffirming our commitment to our spouse. And, we, and by building or rebuilding trust if we've lost it, uh, by developing a healthy attitude towards our spouse and also developing a healthy attitude towards sex. Well, how do we show respect? And, and uh, the best way I believe is by being a good listener to your spouse. Uh, validate uh, each other, uh, each other's perspectives and their opinions. And the, another thing that you can do is never be condescending or talking down to one another. <clears throat> How do we show forgiveness? Well, keep short accounts with each other. Choose to live in the power of blessing. And remember, love covers a multitude of sins from 1 Peter 4, 8. When commitment is lacking, sex can seem risky and can leave a spouse feeling vulnerable. Now, companionship is built on communication, tenderness, and spending time together. So how do we build communication? Uh, Number one, share openly and by listening carefully. How do we show tenderness? By giving creative expressions of affection and by showing your love through non-sexual touch. How do we uh, show or spend time together? Well, try to share mutual interests. Is there something that you, you both like? And try to do it together and revive that lost art of dating. A lot of times we get married, uh, before we're married, we, we, we date, and then once we're married, we quit dating each other. Revive dating. When companionship is lacking, sex is, it often loses its depth. Passion is developed through planning and creativity. So how can we plan for passion? By making sex a priority and by scheduling uh, sex for the best part of your day. Don't wait till the end of the day when you've used all your energy and you don't have anything left for your spouse. When passion is lacking, sex can become routine and stale.
Now, spiritual intimacy can be created through prayer and Bible. So, uh, what can we do to pray together to create that spiritual intimacy? Well, pray together as a couple. Um, and also, I would say to pray regularly for each other. Pray a blessing on your spouse. Well, how can the Bible help with spiritual intimacy? Uh, one thing that you can do is spend time reading the Bible together. Me and my wife do that. Uh, most We try to do it every day and find verses that you can memorize together. When spiritual intimacy is lacking, sex can often become shallow and self-focused. Now, a good sex life is all about a trusting relationship. Sexual problems are usually a symptom of another problem going on. Pastor and author Paul David Tripp said, I'm convinced that most couples, I'm convinced that for most couples, you fix sexual dysfunction outside of the marriage bed. In other words, you always drag your relationship into the marriage bed. So if the relationship is cold, then the sex is probably going to be cold as well. If the relationship is warm and friendly, then you can probably imagine the sex will probably be warm and more satisfying. Now, there are challenges to sexual intimacy, and and this was taken from the Art of Marriage as well. Okay, number one, past sexual history can have an effect on your marriage. The cultural myth says that sex before marriage has very little bearing on, on your sex life after marriage. Now, in reality though, many deal with shame, guilt, and a lack of trust because of past decisions. Number two, priorities can tend to make sex take a back seat to intimacy with your spouse. For example, distractions, kids, jobs, sports, family needs, health issues, and the list goes on and on. A long day at work, coming home to a bunch of rambunctious kids can be hard for a couple to even find time for sex. Carve out time. Make it a priority. Number three, children can invade your time with your spouse. Sometimes a couple can inadvertently put their children's relationship above their spouse's relationship. Remember, your vertical relationship with God is foremost, then your horizontal relationships with your spouse should be second, your children should be third, all other relationships should fall under them, work, hobbies, activities, and so forth. Number four, pornography can also be a challenge to sexual intimacy. 38% of adults believe there's nothing wrong with porn. A survey in 2006 found 50% of Christian men and 20% of Christian women are addicted to porn. If you need to break free from porn, the first thing to do is realize that you can't do it under your own power. You need God's presence in your life. An accountability partner would be nice, and you need help from experts, even if it's through a book. Number five, misinformation and misconceptions about sex from TV, movies, magazines, music, the internet, and so forth can cause confusion. Get the right information about sex and get on the same page with your spouse so you can make decisions together by talking about your desires and your differences.
Number six, abuse can have a significant hindrance to intimacy. Approximately one of four girls and one out of six boys have experienced sexual abuse before age 18. Victims of abuse are more likely to suffer from depression, abuse, alcoholism, uh, and drugs, and uh, contemplate suicide. A painful experience can be triggered at an unexpected time and ruin a romantic moment with your spouse. If you or your spouse has suffered abuse, please get help. Number seven, romantic fantasies can be a problem too. Many women engage in romantic fantasies fueled by romance novels, movies, TV shows, and more. This can create an unrealistic picture of romance and can cause women to become dissatisfied with their husbands. Number eight, physical issues can be, a, can be a cause of underlying sexual dissatisfaction too. Physical and mental health can play a huge factor in, 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 in intimacy. Keep yourself physically active by walking for 30 minutes at least 30 times a, a week if you can. Get a medical checkup once a year. Take your vitamins and supplements regularly. Eat a healthy, balanced diet. Now, communication from sex um, can be awkward and cumbersome. Learn to talk openly with your spouse about your likes and your dislikes between the sheets. And here are a few ideas. Pray, spend time praying for wisdom and for God to soften you and soften your your spouse's heart. Wait for the right moment. Timing is everything when communicating. When talking about sensitive subjects, find the right location and time to diffuse some of the obstacles you're going through. Be clear about your likes and dislikes. Your spouse can't read your mind, so let them know what you like. As hard as it can be sometimes, your spouse also needs to know what you don't like. Your spouse wants to please you, so let them know how they can help. Use good communication principles. Avoid avoid words like you always or you never or being accusing in your tone. Assume the best intentions and desires from your spouse by using phrases like I feel like and help me understand. The last thing is learn to flirt. It's okay to flirt with your spouse outside the bedroom. Discreetly mention your desires to each other. It can build excitement, anticipation, and it can raise the temperature for that big moment together. Remember, sex can be like a thermometer. Building a relationship with your spouse on commitment, companionship, passion, and spiritual intimacy can lead to a warm, healthy sex life. May God bless you and your spouse with satisfying sex as a result of a satisfying marriage relationship built on trust and love. Goodbye, everyone. God bless.